Hey there, ladies and gents, they, thems, her, hims. Welcome to the People on Toast podcast, the podcast where we talk about people and how we interact with them on a daily basis. I'm your host, Sophia Tran, and I hope to dive into self-knowledge daily with you. So I hope you join us. Stay tuned. Hey there, guys. We're back at it again on the People on Toast podcast. And today, I just kind of wanted to get to know you personally, you know. Uh, No guests this week. I just thought maybe it could be you and me. Mono e mono. It's crazy because you would think during quarantine, most people would have picked up like a foreign language or something. But... uh, I've got to admit, I'm lazy. Like, I wish I uh, sometimes had more motivation than I do. Then sometimes motivation is a big kicker. um, Because how do you work when you're not motivated? And how do you, why do you only work when you're motivated? It's just not something that we, um, I feel, we typically think about on the day-to-day. And so that's just a reoccurring theme here. On this podcast, I feel like a lot of motivation to want to change and be better. But it's also, why does that change matter? Because within us, we want to self-explore, self-rediscover, and find out things about ourselves that make us who we are. It's really looking into our brain chemistry and why we do the things we do, you know? Curiosity is a big kicker. For sure too. So motivation and curiosity. So that's why in the previous episodes. Refer back to episode 2 and 3. I believe. Um, we talked about climate change. And we also talked about uh, division in political parties. And how views can divide us. We got a little bit into like the social dilemma. And how that affects us too. Um, I just... I really love that movie I think it's great and everyone should watch it at least once take something away from it even if you just watch it to watch it I feel like it's good to be aware of certain things it's like news nowadays it's very rare do I feel like people just hop on the tv or hop on their phone and check the news because usually when we're hopping on our phones or watching tv we're scrolling on instagram we're scrolling through facebook or we're watching TV, but we're binging that Netflix special. Or we're watching cable television, if people still do that. I personally do not. But if you are, then I think that's really cool. Because I feel like not only are you participating in something old school, but something most people are doing. Like Most people are still watching cable, apparently. and But streaming networks are growing in popularity, which I think is really cool. I personally didn't know that like cable was still going strong I thought traditional media was kind of on its way out in a sense it is but it's crazy it's crazy but we also talked about faith and spirituality on the third episode so to recap climate change and political views and why that matters like was on the second episode where Miss Emma just went to me balls to the walls just really good energy I think her voice sounds amazing, but the second episode was very interesting. We talked about conspiracy theories in Texas, too. That that one was my favorite part. Um, 
As far as the third episode, my favorite part was probably the part where Julia started talking about, uh, you heard it on the little promo of you or follow me on Instagram, where she talks about um, how if you want to go out and party, go do that. But like, you got to go home. You got to dedicate time to yourself. She puts it as hit that yoga mat. And I think that's awesome. And uh, it's just, those are kind of the highlights of my days sometimes. Just listening to people talk about their life stories, obstacles they've overcome, views that they feel are very important. Obviously, this podcast is still very new. So I'm still exploring a lot of different topics. And I'm very open to suggestions at the moment. I wanted to do a segment uh, further elaborating on spirituality. But I'm not sure if that's something you guys want to hear or if that's something that maybe um, we should put on the back burner. Um, However, back to the topic, we can just refer back to it later. You know, just uh, after I have time to look at your comments and suggestions, maybe, or if I get personal opinions, IRL, I mean, that works for me too. I'm just going to uh, continue to brainstorm new and exciting topics to talk about. Today, I feel like just expressing my thoughts on um, mental health. I can be here, but mentally, I could be there too. It's just your mental health, there's not really a set day, I feel like, that uh, you want to feel it or deal with it. I feel like it's just kind of there. But instead of feeling like maybe something is taken away from you, which I thought about when I was diagnosed with um, bipolar disorder, I felt something was taken away from me. And my friend Hannah looks at me and she goes, hey, um, just so you know, I feel like you shouldn't look at it as something being taken away from you. I feel like you should look at it as something being added to you, adding to your person, adding to a facet of your personality. And I had never looked at it that way. And so the power of perspective is very, very moving to me. And it's encouraged me to make so many major changes in my life. And it's also encouraged me and motivated me to kind of reflect more and actively pursue things. Now, again, I feel like there's moments where I work on impulse. I'm an impulsive person. So I'll work in it because, oh, I'm motivated. I'm feeling impulsive. Let's let's do it. And then I'll do it for a little bit. And then my consistency will waver because, again, your girl can get so lazy. And she falls back into her old habits. And she's not sure what to, what to do. So she needs to look back at her old goals again and keep striving and then there's a moment where you're probably going to kick yourself while you're down and those are the moments where you need you the most you need you or you need your therapist you know but to only rely on yourself is not what I'm saying I think you should be your biggest supporter in that moment and I feel like if you need help don't be too prideful to say I need help and don't be the opposite don't don't feel like you have to have help in order to do and make change that is something I am currently learning and it's still been difficult for me like I I can't find a good balance um nowadays just certain environments call for different things for me I'll ask out when I'm at work when I can't reach the top shelf but rarely do I ever do that at work because I feel like at work I'm looked at as like really short the only Asian girl there um 
and so personally it's just not it's not um, easy for me to ask for help at work because it just makes me feel smaller than what I am because I already don't look my age I don't know if you guys have ever felt that um, you know you get carded or you you're uh, doing your job I'm a server so I'll bring alcohol to these tables and they'll look at me and go oh my gosh like they'll say it with their eyes not like verbally so I don't think anyone's been that rude to me yet uh, they just kind of look at me like oh are you are you even old enough to be serving me alcohol right now and I go I might not look it but I am 24 years old and I look like a 12 year old girl and it makes me feel well it didn't make me feel um necessarily bad at first I just kind of took it as what it is just like oh I look young so you know so what when I'm older I'll appreciate it but after you hear it so many times I think the continuation and just so many people telling you the same thing over and over again it just makes you feel okay why hasn't it clicked to me that this is something a lot of people think and maybe it should bother me but then again it only becomes a problem with me because I'm letting it be a problem to me and again that's a matter of perspective too and again like it's crazy to think that like looking at something in a different way can ultimately change your whole opinion on it so for example if you it's like the half the glass half full is it half empty half uh, full is it half layer half full of water I don't know because are you an optimist are you a pessimist are you a realist you don't you don't exactly know until you look into and answer questions that you have about yourself and who you are and it can be kind of alarming and even kind of uh, interrogative when people ask you questions about yourself and you're not quite sure. I personally feel as though I have a good sense of self until I'm asked these questions and then I feel put on the spot and I don't exactly know what it is that um, bothers me about that question. Is it because the question itself came off a certain way or was it because I didn't have an answer to it and I feel like I need to have an answer right then and there or is it more of like well if I'm so sure of who I am why is it like telling other people who I am that much harder I think it has a lot to do with like first impression like you want to leave a good impression and you also don't want to be well for some people it's like you don't want to be not liked some people strive to be liked and to be well accepted by other people. I feel that's where a lot of people do a lot of compromising. And I also feel like that's when a lot of people will sit down with themselves and think like, if only I was like this or that. And I think through battling that for years, I feel like that's something you maybe battle through high school and maybe into your college years too, because we're still young and we're still developing into who we're to become. And that's okay. You don't have to know exactly who you are. But I feel like having a good sense of who you are and giving yourself a sense of direction in life ultimately should be the number one ideal on why and how you go about achieving your goals. I feel like it's very important to have dreams and aspirations because without dreams and aspirations, like you you may not feel like you have a point and purpose in the world, you know? And I think a lot of times when people don't see the point 
in life, you know, that, that affects your mental health, that's when people will have dark thoughts like suicidal thoughts or people have um, fears, fears of missing out, FOMO, it's so real. It's, it's crazy how real FOMO is because there may be a job opportunity at a company that you know is predominantly not that great. And I'm a big advocate for people who need to hear things at a certain time because timing is so important because, you know, some things don't work out when it comes to timing because, again, let me um, take a pause here. I just feel... As though so many people um, don't take time out of their day to think about how they truly feel, if that makes sense. Because I feel like now, throughout the day, we preoccupy our mind with things like, I gotta do the chores, I got to do homework, or if you're in school, you know, and you're a college student, but maybe you got you have bills you're worried about and you have to preoccupy bills and you probably probably occupy your mind with that work and bills that takes up a lot of your life and if you have kids you know your all your focus may be on your kids and their future and their career and that's okay and maybe not everyone's drive for life or point or purpose in life is exactly the same and that's okay I just enjoy hearing about people's perspective on life and what it is that makes them okay. Now, when I think it's not okay is when we shame people for those moments where they all share their experiences, their views, their dreams, their opinions, and we bash them. I personally am a big fan of an open space. I want everyone to feel included and being um, able, or I, I want people to be able to express themselves in such a way that not only makes sense to us and to them, but that makes them feel understood and heard. Because at the end of the day, people are really interesting. It depends on whom you talk to, of course, but ultimately each and every person is interesting it may not be interesting to you in the moment if someone tells them you their life dream is um i don't know to well now that i'm trying to think of an example that people might find boring i don't even i don't even know like maybe people's dreams are to work at a retail store for the rest of their life and they eventually work up to a manager or something and then you know maybe potentially just work there for the rest of their lives and to them it's exciting because you never know who you're gonna meet there's different people around around the world I don't think you should necessarily shame yourself but I do feel like sometimes we do need that tough love but there's a there's a fine line between enough self-love to motivate you and propel you and there's a certain tough love that you give yourself that just kicks you while you're down I feel like finding a happy medium for a lot of things mentally will ultimately help us you know find our drive in life and now the reason why I bring this up is because personally I'm a type of person um, that likes to conversate likes to talk I'm very chatty Um, and I want to know that I'm talking about things that matter to me. I want to elaborate and get um, 
opinions, conversations starting about topics that like are taboo, like women's bodies are taboo now, periods are taboo, sex is taboo, so many things that come natural to the human life are taboo and I I just don't understand like social climate, gender identity, just any any way that you can discriminate somebody or something you can use to discriminate against somebody are what is taboo. Racism can be taboo. Heck, there's so many things that I could list and go on with, but mainly for myself, I am an Asian American. And with that being Asian American, I'm also a girl. I'm an Asian American girl who grew up in America. And with that being said, my experience is different than anyone else's. And I think my experience um, is very cultural because I grew up in a very traditional household. And so that's part of um, my culture and everything. Well, I'm, I'm Vietnamese, um, just in case you guys were wondering. Um, I just want to put it out, out there. I feel like uh, sometimes Vietnamese people get a bad rap, personally, for being very, um, just not that sophisticated, I feel. And for some others, maybe Vietnamese people are just like every Asian person. They're just part of it. But I know there's one predominant thing or predominant theme when it comes to uh, being Vietnamese and Asian American and being Vietnamese. And that's, um, we're not looked at as a majority Asian, if that makes sense. We are uh, a smaller, unknown Asian country. It's becoming more and more popular over the years. I feel like it's a lot uh, more attention on Vietnam than there are on other countries such as the Philippines like you hear about Filipina people all the time but what about Mayan people what about um, all the other Asians Malaysians you know that Singaporeans maybe too that don't get a lot of um, I, I wouldn't say screen time but attention or awareness for and I mentioned that because that's been heavy on my mind and it weighs on my sense of identity on my mental health a lot um, I don't feel truly accepted sometimes by my fellow Asians, um, and sometimes I do. It just depends on whom I'm talking to. But overall, I just, I thought to mention that because sometimes that is something that I face. Um, and as a woman, you know, you're always scared, well, what if I'm going to run into danger? You know, there's always a sense of danger with becoming a woman or dealing with your emotions when you're a woman. Now, there is a stereotype that women are emotional. They can't control their emotions. I wholeheartedly disagree that all women have um, just so much emotion to them they can't be clear or logical. Because I've met some women who are, even though very emotional, have been very sound and very clear in why they're upset. I, unfortunately, am not such a woman I aim to be. But, um, yeah, that's something on my side. But now I'm curious as to uh, what guy, what kind of uh, perspective are you guys coming from? Uh, what's your sexual orientation? You know, that's why I always try to include pronouns in my intro. And uh, I, that is catchy, honestly. And personally, I'm Asian American. Are you of a different ethnicity? Or are you um, 
you know, are the same ethnicity. Right? I like to know that. I kind of want to get to know who you are as, as the person you are now. And if you're the person that you want to be in the future, if you want to continue to be this person, improve this person, cultivate and nourish this person. And I just want to know that you are taking care of you. And now I am not a sponsor for BetterHelp, but I will say um, this summer was particularly rough for me. And I got onto that app because I'm not a big fan of face-to-face sessions. I'm more of like an over-the-phone type person. I like to hash my feelings out as I feel them. But I also am very bad at expressing that unless I have a reason. And I feel like paying for a therapist over the phone has motivated me to go, okay, well, you should get your money's worth out of it. And I hate that that's my incentive for coming out like that but it is and um, it's a driving force in my life and I just have to admit and own up to it but there's just so many things but again yeah are you are you guys have a different race same race um what is your sexual orientation heck what is what is your dreams or passions where they lie what are you striving for in life I just want to know it's just I'm a very curious person you can even call me nosy and a little gossipy because I like to chit chat about people and their lives, not about people in the sense of being ugly. I'm just generally curious. Like I get so many customers that come in being a server and I'm like, I kind of want to know like, who are they? Where did they come from? What are they doing? Are they running an errand? What, what brings them into you today? I like to conversate and I feel like a lot of people should definitely be working um, some kind of customer service job and learn how to deal with people because that's what life's about. Like not dealing with other people, but being around and learning to communicate and interact with the world around you. And my thing is, I I grew up um, somewhat of an introvert because there was a language barrier in first grade. So that also adds to my Asian American experience and how I was brought up. Um, that's for sure. But I say this to say a lot of the times I feel like we fail to see where people are coming from and wanting to understand and sparking that empathy to want to understand is very important. And I feel like it does wonders for people's mental health and it does wonders for people's sanity in general to talk about it. So now um, with that being on board, I feel like I kind of want to hit on the high and low points of a lot of the discrimination going on currently. Like, you know, it's COVID, you know, speaking of quarantine and everything that's happening, I kind of um, want to touch base with you guys on the Asian American experience right now um, in America in 2020 to 2021. And I personally have felt um, more isolated, more alienated than um, I have in the past, not only because of um, quarantine and being by myself in a, an apartment, a house, or what what have you, and just being alone with my own thoughts. That's the scariest thing I can think of, being alone with my own thoughts. But you have to want to be alone with your own thoughts. You have to hash things out and think about it. You just don't have to beat yourself to a pulp, so to speak. But with that going on, there's a lot of Asian American hate going on. Um, Obviously, that is not the only discriminating act in America. Obviously, there's Black Lives Matter. You know, that that in itself is such a, a 
big thing. The fact that like people have to go out of their way to raise awareness of why their life matters is just beyond crazy to me. And and that's why I stand with the Black Lives Matters community. And that's me personally. That's my personal opinion. I don't think anyone's life should be discriminated or taken away based on their skin color. It's it's different. It's no different than being bullying people. You grew you learned that in high school. Do you not personally feel like there's something wrong with what you're doing? You know, these are just questions I have personally to anyone who is not up for or the Black Lives Matters community. And now with that being said, um, there's also, again, the Asian hate crimes going on. I don't feel like older and younger men or women should be dying because people are fearing for their lives uh, of catching a disease and if you are a scientific person and person who believes in research and medicine and um, everything you should understand that you can't physically obtain a disease from someone unless they make physical bodily contact they don't they make physical contact with you via body fluid and if they're not even anywhere near you to where they can cause any kind of germs and even if they are I feel like respectively you know wash your hands do whatever to protect yourself but to outwardly exercise you know hate towards any race is so wrong and I will not stand for that personally I I don't feel like it's right to discriminate against anyone you know because for me not white all not all white people are racist not all Asians are bad drivers or like or cause coronavirus or even even that may not even have it and then you're killing people over no reason and then why is it that you're so scared of like why are, black people aren't scary like that's another thing Muslims aren't terrorists and Hispanic people Latinx people are not are not thugs and drug dealers i i just i want us to stop enforcing slurs and stereotypes onto peoples and get to know them as individuals that's that's the driving force of a lot of things that i feel like we should start to do to make changes maybe not just in america maybe worldwide but i personally live in america and it breaks my heart to see these things on the news and constantly and that shouldn't mean I shouldn't constantly update myself because again news is very important we need that in our lives to keep us informed to keep our minds active to be aware of how and how we should treat people basically just how we should treat people and why we should want to understand and be together. I believe in unity. I believe in peace. I am an internal optimist, but that does not mean I can't be pessimistic or realistic sometimes. If offered a new perspective, I would have reason to look at it differently. And that's okay because, well, it's not okay to have different perspectives on being for or against discrimination. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, um, I feel like there's times and places for so many things. And I feel like people should sit down and have a conversation. And um, this whole podcast is really just, this episode is to really just, you know, get you talking. Like, come on. Like, 
there's so many things going on and it has to reach someone who can make a real significant difference like we can as the people use our voice to empower others make sure they feel like okay and accepted and even if you're not in a political position at least try to make someone stay try to be considerate of other people regardless of how you feel about them treat people like people and if that's what your takeaway from today is treat people like people then do that don't tell me about it do it a lot of people are saying i'm going to manifest this energy and like someone told me or i've heard just in the world right now is it maybe manifest but there comes to a point where you stop manifesting right and you just start chasing that thing that you've prayed for the thing that you manifested speak about it as though it's already happened and continue to make that your new truth because you are not stuck and you are not not you because you only know who you are and you know what your point and purpose is reevaluating that and setting in stone boundaries and just overall clarity in yourself is truly what will get people to admire respect you and for you to respect yourself because there comes a time where your mental health will be just really disrespectful towards you and you don't realize that because you're talking to yourself you're talking to yourself no one else is going to hold you accountable but yourself and that's scary and i feel like that's why for me i would look to faith yes spirit because honestly for me spirituality and faith is very important because that's what keeps me it keeps me on my toes and it keeps me thinking that I'm not in this alone it helps reassure me and gives me that affirmation that at least there is someone looking after me there is a a bigger and higher power that wants to see me succeed even if I don't want to see myself succeed, even if I end up having, you know, no friends or family at some point, knock on wood. But it's just, you know, you have to think about these things. So, yeah. But uh, guys, that's really all I have. Um, I'm honestly out of steam, out of breath, and it's been a very weird mental week for me. And that's why I wanted to touch base with you guys on mental health. Because personally, there's just a lot of things I go through on a daily basis. There's a lot of things you guys go through on a daily basis. And I just feel like I have a responsibility as a communications major to vocalize how I feel about issues and opinions and how it's important to get these conversations started. You know, I'm a talker. And so without conversation, my life is so boring. But anyways, guys, that's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed um, listening to me ramble a little bit about uh, mental health, awareness, and yeah, just have a great day, guys. Thank you for listening.